Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Patrick the African-American voice in classical music, and welcome to this edition of our show. Our last show, we had a lively conversation talking about how we were exposed to classical music uh, as children, and I had explained my story just to recap uh, the last show that we had. Um, Basically, uh, I discovered an organ that was in the trash can. It was... uh, regarded for trash, and I began to play these songs uh, by ear. My mother sang in the church choir, and I would listen to her sing these songs by ear, and, um, well, I would listen to her sing them rather than I would play the songs by uh, ear by accompanying her, and that's how it all came to being, and and then we had other callers who called in several uh, callers. Today's show, we are going to speak with Julian Watner, who is the music director of the Grammy Award-winning Washington Chorus. And Mr. Watner is going to discuss with us today the candlelight concerts that are scheduled for this week. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for this edition. Would you mind telling our listeners what are we in store for in these series of concerts? Well, let's see. We'll be having... um uh, a nice brass ensemble and some percussion and a nice big organ and um, uh, a bunch of carols, a whole sorts of, you know, something for everybody, all sorts of wonderful arrangements. And um, some of them are by me. So so we're, we're also um, highlighting a little bit of our, um, some, some of the featured tunes from our recording that just came out. And mm. we also have the uh, the Woodson School in from Fairfax, Virginia, and their uh, director Michael Ehrlich will be conducting a set of uh, music as as well. So it's going to be a whole bunch of stuff. Mm, I must say that the new Christmas CD is absolutely wonderful. Um, Thank you. Oh my goodness, it's so wonderful. Could you by any chance tell the listeners where they could pick their CD up at or how they can order the CD? Yeah, the CD is actually it's on iTunes and it's being um distributed by Naxos and so it's in the stores, you can get it on Amazon and you can also order it directly from the Washington Chorus if you just go to the washingtonchorus.org um or call the call the office number. Any of any of those ways, but it's widely available, which is really exciting to have it on iTunes and just there for everybody. Mm, mm, that's wonderful. Tell me, so the chorus really just came down off of another concert. The the uh, review of the Essential Rachmaninoff concert was actually really glowing, and that really speaks to the work ethic of the of the group that you could come from that concert and prepare for this Christmas concert or series of concerts so quickly. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, and the fact is that we really do um, are doing a completely different program from last year. I mean, we're repeating some of the things that are on the CD, but they've learned a whole bunch of new music, some um, you know, fairly complicated music by John Rutter, and also some mm. Poulenc and some Matthias and some other sort of um, bouncy kind of tunes. And, um, you know, part of it is that we've also added some extra rehearsals. So because our fall concert was so late, being November 21st, we had to do a series of like Sunday, Monday, Monday, Wednesday 
rehearsals just to get everybody um, organized and, and up to speed because we needed, with this much new material, we needed at least seven rehearsals and, and we were able to schedule those in a short period of time with Thanksgiving in the middle of all of that. Oh my goodness, that that is that's such an accomplishment. So I must put this in. I heard a story last year in regards to the Christmas concert, and I want to know, is it true? So yeah. I heard that last year that the organist got stuck and you accompanied and played the organ and and conducted with the baton in your mouth. Is that true? <laughs> well, actually what happened is I – so it was the snow. So because of the big snowstorm, the organist couldn't get to us from Virginia. Um, and I had to basically sight-read the program on the organ. And, you know, I'm just not playing the organ these days. Anyway, so I had the baton sitting up there sort of just in case, and the brass – rearrange them on either side of the organ and I thought that they would just be able to follow me with my head bouncing back and forth but it turns out that they actually needed to follow the stick so I picked up the stick and was conducting with holding it in my right hand playing the organ with my left hand and my feet but then whenever I had to turn the page I had to put the baton in my mouth <laughs> so oh that is a true story <laughs> oh wow and speaking of the organ, you just played a fabulous organ recital at National City Christian Church, sir. Kudos to you. Thank you so much. I was honored to be there, and I was very impressed. It's, you, you are truly a, a man of many talents, a wonderful composer, conductor, and organist. And someone tells you that you also can cook. Well, yes, but I've, I've had a, you know, I haven't cooked lately because I've just been uh, so busy, so I'm hoping to get back to that, that other love of mine at some point. Oh, wow. Tell me about Trey Church. I do know that you were just recently minted as the new director of music and arts at the same Trinity Church on Wall Street in New York City. And yep. just tell me a little bit about the musical responsibility that you have and, and how is it going so far? Oh, it's great. I mean, this is really, um, it's, it's a professional choir and a professional Baroque orchestra. And, um, you know, the choir is, I think, one of the best in the world. And, I mean, there's there's no disputing that, actually. And the Baroque orchestra is newly formed, but already they have a really individual, wonderful European kind of sound. Um, so that's sort of the staple of what I'm, you know, the the ensembles that I have, but then we're also developing a contemporary music ensemble, and we do, you know, our weekly services. We do a full polyphonic mass at 9 a.m. and then sort of a more um, participatory service at 11:15, and then there's a Compline service that will be starting in March, um, where we'll do like really hardcore contemporary music, and then we're going to start doing Bach cantatas every Monday, and our first one will be. Uh, March 21st, and from then on we'll do Bacchatadas every Monday. And then we have our concert series in addition to that. So it's a very busy, active, and highly professional music-making experience. And what's wonderful about my staying with the Washington Chorus is that I'm able to get that a totally different experience here and you know be able to use the gifts that I have to get 200 people who volunteer their time to sing together and work to to professional standards as well. So it's a nice sort of yin and yang there, those two different aspects. 
Well, and I'm sure it's a new professional plateau for you as well because I've I've read several of the wonderful reviews in the New York Times, particularly of your performances of, of Handel's Israel in Egypt, and then most recently your just recent performances of of Handel's Messiah in New York yes. were, were basically reviewed alongside the New York Philharmonic's performance. So that is surely that was a pretty amazing isn't it? you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I was reading out there. That is quite amazing. Oh, my goodness. So what is there left to do? Um, I mean, you have just really outdone yourself, sir, with all these accomplishments. No, it's great, and it's great to be welcomed to New York or welcome back to New York because I actually – um, grew up in New York City, but to be back in that city and to be received um, so warmly, um, I just think it's the very start of some really wonderful new energy there. Um, you know, it's it's. Um, I, I just can't wait to see what we're all going to be able to do together, um, particularly to help revitalize Lower Manhattan and to be part of that renaissance of that area as the World Trade Center site goes back in and there's all this rebirth and centering around St. Paul's Chapel and Trinity Church places that were so important to those events of 9-11 and the aftermath. Um, so I feel like the I have a, the responsibility of building music and the arts, not only at Trinity Church, but in Lower Manhattan and really helping to uh, re- help to rebuild and build that community. Mm, that's, that's great. Now, back to watch your chorus. I mean, you are really with the chorus at an exciting time. This is the chorus's 50th anniversary year. So what's yes. next after Christmas? After Christmas, we have two highly ambitious programs that come right on the heels one the other. Um, we're doing um, the music of Elena Ruer, and we're doing her setting of Langston Hughes, a piece called Gospel Cha-Cha, and I think you know Stephen Salters, but he's coming and being yes. our guest soloist for that. Um, and then we'll also do a world premiere of a new piece of hers called Averno, and then a piece that I commissioned from her like 20 years ago called Cricket Spider Bee. So mm. she's a wonderful composer, kind of minimalist music, very jazzy, and um, well, I, I'm, I'm sure you know it, but for your listeners, it's very jazzy and... Um, accessible, but um, very sophisticated at the same time. So we're doing a whole program of her music in April, and then in May we're doing our final program of the year will be called Mostly Mahler, where we'll do Mahler's Ace and Mahler's Second, um, parts of it, and um, parts of uh, his Third Symphony and his Fifth Symphony, and sort of all the choral highlights of of that great symphonist's compositions. Um, and that will be our 50th anniversary, our big celebration. Um, and then finally, we'll, jar, uh, we'll join Marin Alsap again for um, the Verdi Requiem with the Baltimore Symphony in um, in June. So it's a very busy April, May, June, but we have all of January, February, March to prepare this music, and we'll definitely need it. Oh, wow. And that Mahler, oh, my God, that concert, I'm sure it should blast everyone out of their seats with all that powerful music of his. And and that is two anniversaries, correct? The anniversary of his birth and the anniversary of his death? No, that, that's those, exactly those. right, which is why we're looking, and, and we picked that year so that we could get all of those anniversaries in. Oh, my goodness. That was such a, a commemoration 
That is yeah. that is quite awesome. Now tell me something. How do, in the world do you manage to to juggle being in Washington D.C. with the Washington Course, being in New York, and being uh, at McGill University with your responsibilities there and concertize their workshop? How how do you deal with such a commanding schedule? Well, you know, part of the part of the thing that makes it all work is that it's. Um, well, several things. First of all, I have incredible staff support. So mm. I have um, a wonderful team with whom I work in Washington and exactly the same thing at Trinity Wall Street. Um, you know, my team at, at Trinity Wall Street, I have five people who are working directly under me who just help to make everything work from an administrative and musical point of view. And then in um, in Montreal, I have... Um, you know, somebody who helps me out as well. So there's this, there's this, um, and, and it really has to do with having um, good management skills and being able to trust that people are, you know, doing their jobs and helping out and seeing things through and um, identifying potential issues before they become major issues. And then I just, um, I just make sure that wherever I'm wherever I show up I'm prepared and ready to go so that my body is is healthy and I can mm. give what I need to of myself to to the people with whom I work and that's really what it's all about it's about giving and when you give you receive and then you get energy mm. and you're able to do the next thing well you made a key key point especially for any young aspiring musicians out here because that health uh, point that you mentioned about keeping your body healthy and strong. That's very important. It's not just about playing your instruments or just singing. You have to be physically fit so that you can carry out such a demanding schedule. So that's a very, very great point. Well, just Absolutely. before you go, I just want to take a moment to recap the Candlelight Christmas uh, schedule for our listeners. The performances begin on Saturday, December 18th at 1 o'clock p.m., followed by a performance on Sunday at December 19th at 7 o'clock p.m., also on Monday, December 20th at 7 o'clock p.m., and Wednesday, December 22nd at 7 p.m., all in the Kennedy Center Concert Hall. There is an additional performance on Tuesday, December 21st at 7.30 p.m. at the Music Center at Strathmore. And, Julian, before we leave, do you want to tell our listeners one last thing about the Candlelight Christmas Concert? Uh, just that they, people should plan to come and bring their voices with them because we'll be asking them to sing along with us in <laughs> four or five numbers. So we'll be we'll be wanting that that help from the audience. How wonderful! Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it, listeners. You have been listening to Maestro Julian Watner, music director of the Grammy Award-winning Washington Chorus. Julian, thank you so much for calling. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. And that was Julian Watner, caller. He is the music director of the Grammy Award-winning Washington Court, and we were so honored to hear him tell us about the upcoming concerts uh, that will be taking place at the Kennedy Center uh, by the Washington Court. And just to recap again those concerts for you, they are the Candlelight Christmas Concerts on Saturday, December 18th at 1 o'clock p.m., Sunday, December 19th at 7 o'clock p.m., Monday, December 20th at 7 o'clock p.m., Wednesday, December 22nd at 7 o'clock p.m., all in the Kennedy Center Concert Hall with an additional performance at the Music Center at Strathmore. 
Again, I am Patrick D. McCoy, the African-American voice in classical music, and I thank you for joining me.